Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and in innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Beam Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Yes, the world won't get any better unless people like you and me make it better. It is just not going to happen. Anyway, it's Gene Hodge. I'm talking about the Employment Opportunity Hour, the opportunities for entrepreneurs, the opportunities for job seekers. And I'm not too happy tonight. I'm just going to say that because there's some disturbing stuff in the news that will affect employment opportunities for certain people in in this country. And it's going to have an impact on the entire country. And so I'm going to talk about some of that tonight. And, And the things I'm going to talk about are things such as the lowering of test scores for certain people, certain criteria that our educators, our people who are supposed to be in the know, are doing. I'm even going to talk a little bit about our government in terms of what it's doing in terms of jobs. But the flip side is there's going to be an awful lot of opportunities for entrepreneurs, and I'm going to encourage many of you, if you can, start your own thing. Because if you're not going to start it, you're going to be watching other people start it. I can tell you, right, I can tell you that right now. And many of them are going to be in a certain class of people as well. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. I would welcome any of your calls based on the topic only, and I will give you time. But since this is the Employment Opportunity Hour, if you have a business and you would like to call us in, I'll give you 30 seconds to tell us about your business, what you do, what you need, and your contact information. I will do the same for you job seekers. If you're looking for a particular type of job and want to start what you call a new career, I will give you the same 30, 30 to 40 seconds to tell us who you are, what you do, what you're looking for, and your contact information. We prefer emails so that you can, you can contact people if you choose. But anyway, uh, the show has a purpose, 
And I'm here tonight with my two trusty workers or partners or team players, whichever they choose to be. My buddy Chris, he's the engineer. He's the guy that makes the show run and work and make me look good in some ways. Chris, how are you doing this evening? I am fantastic. How about you, Gene? I'm doing great, other than my heart's a little sad and based on the topic we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, you're upset. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm going to represent people, i got to play both roles. Yeah. <laughs> and then i got my other partner here, Mr. Dukes. And Dr. Dukes, how you doing this evening? Doing great, Gene. How are you this afternoon? How are you, Chris? Ah, uh, you know, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit bitter. I I I was all ready to go and happy and now Gene walks in and he's like But you're gonna be happy. Well I got I think I think I think we're gonna have to we have to we have to, yeah, bring we're him gonna up. have to we have to we have to lift him up, Chris. Okay. Dust him off. Okay. Dust, yeah, him, dust off him off a little, a little bit. bit. Okay, yeah. so the first thing you have a clip <laughs> on the purpose of the show, and so I'd like to have you play that clip if you got it there, so that I don't have to say it over and over again. <laughs> I got you back here. Alrighty. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Okay, so that is what the purpose of the show is. If you choose to call the show, the number is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. You can also send me an email. My email is theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And you can also watch the show. We're actually live right now. We're live on the Internet. You can see the show, see me, Mr. Dukes, and see us do the show simply by going to our our website, which is tantalk1340.com. That's www.tantalk1340.com. And all of our shows are podcasts, so you can hear any of our past shows, including tonight's show, um, 24 hours after the show or less than 24 hours after the show. So you can see us in many ways and hear our topics. I would encourage you to go to hear the various types of topics that we have talked about in order to serve all of you. Anyway, I mentioned something about I was not too happy my heart is a little down because in the news this week uh this week in america and you can go out on the internet and just uh, uh, type in some of these things i'm going to kind of be looking at a couple of things our educators the the people who are supposed to be helping us get jobs the people who are training ourselves themselves our children and our colleges and all um Someone 
a school board in the state of Florida, an entire school board with their credentials and all of that sort of stuff, what they want to do is lower test scores and college scores for black and Hispanics in order for them to feel like they're getting by. I have no idea how a school board could say, let's make this group of people less knowledgeable in order to pass a test, because I have no idea how those people can get top jobs when somebody's programming them for less already. I have no idea how that can happen. And if you aren't aware of it, your school board may be doing it as well for certain types of groups. Now, you can find this out on the Internet. Uh, The title that you can go out, it says, Florida schools require less from blacks and Hispanics under new education standards. So obviously somebody's going to come up with something new saying this is going to be better for those folks. And so I'm a little disgusted because I'm in the computer field. And hopefully by now you know I'm a person of color. I'm black. I stutter sometimes. And I got a company that helps people find jobs they enjoy doing. But I'm not programming anybody to do less. I'm trying to program people to use the gifts, talents, abilities that they have in order to excel. And so I don't know what made up this school board, but I don't agree with changing tests. I don't like tests in the first place. If I had my way, I'd abolish all tests. And I'll share more about that later on because in my process, you heard my background, the types of things that we do to help people find jobs, we don't use any tests. And the reason we don't use any tests, we use all performance because you all have been performing all your life. That's factual, actual, credible, and demonstrable. None of you need any test. That's somebody else's stuff that puts together tests. And so anyway, so so I'm not happy because for me to do the Employment Opportunity Hour, um, I don't want to limit people with, from opportunities. When we're living in a state of Florida, and right now I'm in Florida, where an entire school board has voted to do this. But that's just one. Okay? Something else is coming up in the city of Detroit. The city of Detroit, they're already in poverty. They're already suffering. They've been suffering for the last 10, 15 years. It means if you were 10 years old, 10 years ago, you're now 20. 15 years ago, you're now 25. That, That must appear normal for those folks. But somebody up there... And their school system and a school, and you can go out on the Internet and look up the school. I have the school here. I may mention it later. But that school says that, that, uh, that they're going to penalize parents if they do not, uh, let's see, if they do not send their kids to a meeting I'm sorry, they're going to penalize the kids. They're going to put kids physically out of school. That's what they're threatening to do. If parents don't come to a PTA meeting to find out about the new standards. And they want to make it mandatory. Uh, uh, Gene, can I chime in on that? 
I'm getting heated up. But, yeah, you can chime in before we had a break because I, I want to lay out the topic because I uh, – Well, <clears throat> I, you yeah. know, I hate to say it, but that, there should, that should be some type of uh, force to in, in, in ensure that the parents will come to the PTA meetings. And that, that portion, I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, if a parent don't take enough interest in his child to come to the meeting to see what's going on, then there must be some other way. Now, I haven't given my credential. I won't yet, but I'm saying some parents need to be at those PTA meetings and open houses function when they have them. I would agree with that. But I want to add one more thing. And then we have a break. Just one more. I recently spoke at a middle school here in the in, in the Tampa St. Pete area. I won't name the school. Uh, I was supposed to talk about jobs at a PTA meeting, and believe it or not, they—I'm not sure how much how, how much publicity they put out on this. But here's the here's the here's the thing that disgusts me, along with all these others. Uh, there were only three people who showed up at the meeting. And one of the three people was the assistant principal in charge of something. Another one was physically doing her job. She was at the meeting from the sheriff's department just to see what went on at PTA meetings. And the other was the teacher who taught in the school. There were no parents. Anyway, so I said, what's the problem? And the person said, well, we don't know. I said, well, how many students do you have? And the person says, we have 800 students in our school. I said, out of 800 students, you can't get parents, a parent, to come to a PTA meeting. Versus, no, we've been trying and trying and trying. And I said, well, uh, do other schools have that problem? And the person said, yes. In the St. Petersburg area, most of the schools have that problem. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, that's our fault. It's our fault when we have people who are supposed to have the so-called credentials, the knowledge and education, not know how to plan a meeting, call a meeting, organize a meeting, and get people involved. That's a total disconnect, and it will disconnect them from jobs. It will disconnect them from opportunities. And we're not talking small numbers. Nope. We're talking a board of education that runs a county, probably. We're talking... In this meeting that I just made, one school in one city says that most of the schools like this. So now you're talking yep. a city-wide yep. problem. Yep. And the ones who are supposed to have the knowledge, being the leaders to prepare individuals for jobs, we have dropped the ball on that, which means I'm going to say we don't have the training. We don't have the knowledge. We got jobs and credentials. We don't know how to be effective. In the corporate world, you must be effective or you're gone. That's right. In the government and, and the educational, in these educational places, I have to question the effectiveness because in order for me to do my job to help people find jobs that they enjoy doing, somebody's got to be a little bit more effective. And I don't want to do it alone. But anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour discussing the limited opportunity, discussing the limited opportunities coming up in the future for some of us. But we'll be right back. And I welcome you to your time.
Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Shine. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786 786- 457-1755 or email ishine123 at cs.com That's I-S-C-H-E-I-N 123 at cs.com This portion of the Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Obiolus Characters. Do you or your children have a favorite character like Spider-Man, Dora the Explorer, or Mickey Mouse? Now you can buy these famous characters and many more from Obiolus Characters. Just imagine your child's room filled with Spider-Man, Dora, Superman, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, or many of the famous Sesame Street characters. Visit their website today, www.obioluscharacters.com. Abiolas is spelled A-B-I-O-L-A-S. That's abioluscharacters.com. And type in the code CP16645 at the checkout to receive a free gift with your purchase. Check them out at www.abioluscharacters.com. For you job seekers, I'm going to give you a quick formula. And here's the formula. Write down three to five things that you are good at doing. Next thing is to write down three to five things that you are good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace or from your past jobs. And the third thing is to write down three to five things you enjoy doing. Once you have that list of things from 9 to 15, I want you to look down that list. Circle the top three that interest you the most right now because it's what you think of you. And I want you to go out to the Internet for all you computer-savvy people. Go to any job search site like CareerBuilder, Monster.com, Indeed.com, USA Jobs. And go to the box. Instead of looking for a job or job title, I want you to go to that box that says Keywords. And I want you to type in only what you circled and press the enter key. And well, you'll be surprised at the number of job titles that will pop up of people looking for you. And we started the first step of that. I just created an ebook. It's called Resume. What's its purpose? It's out on Amazon.com. You can purchase this book. It'll give you all of the reasons for what should be in a resume and why. It's a book designed for those who must write resumes, those who must read resumes, and those who teach it. Because it's important to know what should be on that piece of paper and why. You can find this out on Amazon.com. It's Resumes, What's Its Purpose? It's designed to help you package yourself on paper so people know who you are doing exactly what you enjoy doing. Wake up! 
it. Wake up and recognize what's going on around you because whether you're part of it, it's going to affect you. And so, want you to wake up about it. I'm here talking about the employment opportunities maybe damaging much of our country in the short near term because of three incidences that I'm talking about that happened this week in our schools. One is in the city of Detroit. If you just go out on the Internet and type in Common Core in Detroit, and this article will pop out where it says Detroit Public Schools to suspend, suspend kids if parents miss Common Core test meeting. Now, the problem I got is what has been happening for the last four years, five years, two years? That is the leadership's fault because the innovators of which the educators are trying to require or get out of the kids in their classrooms and colleges of trying to come up with new ideas, someone hasn't come up with a new idea on how do we get parents into schools. Now, obviously there are some schools that don't have that problem. But in many cities in this country, especially in the poor and the poverty and many of the immigrant neighborhoods, they have that problem. So the so-called innovation that these people are supposed to have, I'm not sure they're looking for it. Because the numbers are just too great for somebody not to have some solutions. And Mr. Dukes, do you, do you have any solutions? Or you're, you know, because, I mean, I, I, you know, I want to help all of those people to finish school, find something that they'll enjoy doing so they'll stay on jobs and be productive. But the very leadership has dropped the ball on the parents and of the kids. And if the kids are 8, 9, 10 years old, then 10 years ago somebody dropped the ball on the parent because the parent obviously is not involved in their school system for some reason. And until somebody finds the reasons, the problem, I guess, won't get addressed. Now, what is obvious to me this week, an entire school board has gave up on them. In one city, in another city, somebody's saying, we're going to kick your kids out of school if you don't come to a meeting. Individuals are saying that. People just like you and me are making these decisions on those other people. And and so so when they say blacks and Hispanics, we're moving a whole bunch of immigrants into this country. They all speak Spanish. <laughs> I, I have no idea what type of school board in the state of Florida would be wanting the lower scores. We need we need effective workers. We don't need people feeling as though they have something that they can't get hired at. And so so so. If I want opportunities for all, somehow we got to create an environment that has opportunities, not not setting you up for less than, and that's a setup. Anyway, so there are three things in the news. One, one is on Common Core Standards. The Common Core Standards are a set of standards that's designed so that each individual goes through a certain grade level, and before they can get out of that grade level, they must be able to perform certain tasks. Now, I'm in agreement with it because workplaces only require performance. There are no A's and B's in the workplace. There are no tests in the workplace. What is in the workplace is performance. And so Common Core 
sets individuals up so that they can do something before they move on to the next level. And and it's being opposed by most of the people in the country, just like 43 states that are opposed. And maybe the exact same performance that our leadership is demonstrating in an entire school board, in a public school, and in Florida, Detroit, and another major city I can't think of right now, if, if that's coming from our leaders, then where do we think that generation is going to be three, four, five, six years from now? And so I'm not sure if we're not on our way back to slave days or definitely low income. Well, I know the people at Walmart who wanted an income raise, which I can look at it, I can agree with it on one side of the fence. On the other side of the fence, I know they raise minimum wage. Walmart is going to raise the price of milk and bread. So, <laughs> so I mean, I know that. You now, think so? I know so. And so and everybody else says, I need some of that money these people are going to have because it's extra money. But to make people feel as though they're part of something, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have is when we set people up for failure. And right now we have a school system that's setting our workforce up for failure. And and I'm not in agreement with that. And I'm trying to create a productive workforce with happy people. Anyway, so 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 I'm entitled to get a little riled up every now and then on some of these shows. And 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 uh if I'm gonna hold my ground for what I do. But anyway, so so uh you know, it I'm riled up because this is major news this week and in on the news. It's all on the internet. One is in my state of Florida. The other one is in Detroit. And the other one is, is is someplace else. But this is happening to our leadership. The so-called people who say you got to have educations. And we all got educations. And our education is supposed to guide you and lead you. And we're giving up on our own people. Anyway, so 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 that's 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 part of what what this is, and you that may be listening, go out to the internet and look up what education is doing to our people. Uh, Gene, let me chime in for me. Uh, being a, hate to say this, but being a retired school teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. I can uh, speak on the Detroit area, and yes, I can understand why they are saying that if you don't come to the to the test meeting, then your child would be suspended. Well, teachers catch a lot of flack. They just brought in a new system in the teaching that the teachers must be graded according to the students, how the students perform. Well, parents would jump up and do a lot of things against the teachers, but their little darling, darling childs and everything, they don't, make, they don't have any problem. So, they have to force somebody, because when these tests are given, as you said, you don't believe in tests because of what you're trying to convince people to do, that they don't need testing to to have a to be able to perform a job. But if they're going to have a testing in the school curriculum, or in any school, then the parents need to know what it's about. If the parents don't come to the meeting, they won't know what this is about, and when the child failed the test, then the parent will come 
jumped down the principal's throat, down the teacher's throat, and it just be it'll lead from one thing to the other. But they need to be present when these tests are presented. If they don't want the test in, then it should be it should they have well, a right to speak against it. Well, I hear you say that. The only problem is but, is that one other question. The, oh. sc- the school you spoke at, uh, is it was it a private school or a public school? It was a middle school, public school. I won't go anymore. There's only a certain number of middle schools I don't in want to, the area. I, don't, I just want to know, was it a private yeah. or public? Yeah. Anyway, but all, all I'm saying is that teachers go through so-called teaching schools. They're supposed to come out being effective at introducing learning mm-hmm. to other people, whether it's college or anything else. So long before you should be taking any test, you should be, be prepared to take a test or anything else. So, you, you know, you may have a degree in teaching, but if you're not effective, maybe you ought to try something else. Well, that's and so, true. So, you know, I mean, so so I'm just saying that whatever it well, is, that's this, what I, that's this what, didn't happen yesterday. No, that's what I said is that's why they tried yeah. to do this, this degrade another teacher according to how their student respond to the test. That's fine. But somebody came up with, well, let's grade the teacher. Yeah. Well, they're still late. Very late. Yeah. People done got 10, 15 years older. That's true. And so so, so maybe we need a system that is, is cooperative between parent, teacher, that, that the teacher is effective at producing results for the kids or the students in their classes so that the parents can see their results. And the parents should be involved because, because, like I said, 10 years ago, they were 10 years younger or 15 years ago. Maybe they need to be in the class with them. Well. And somebody needs to say it so I can say it because I'm not in. I'm a consultant. I'm not in. As the question you made earlier about the leadership, the leadership can only do so much. Well, they haven't done enough. you're, You're probably right. They haven't done enough. But when they. Are going to have a test a, core, a test meeting when they send out they send out letters to every household that's on their school mm-hmm. roster. Mm-hmm. I know this because mm-hmm. I, I I've been there. And when they send these letters to the individual, to the parents, to the home, informing them of when this meeting going to be or when this PTA meeting is going to be, they have to make an adjustment in their schedule to be able to attend this meeting because this meeting is not really. It's not for the teacher. And most teachers, uh, we they are spending overtime. And, it, and it's not paid. But but mm-hmm. when they what I'm saying is, most parents are under the impression that you have to be there. You got to, yeah, we do have to be there because our boss said we have to be there. But where are you? You don't come to see what your well, student has come until you get the report card. When you get the report card and you see your son or your daughter got an F, then they want to know why. If they still don't come. And it, okay. So maybe I'm going to offer a suggestion out there for anybody that is concerned about preparing themselves and preparing their children and preparing the educators who are part of the workforce already. Maybe somebody should go to Mr. Obama and that administration. Let's create a job whereby maybe somebody can take the parents to the meeting. <laughs> if you get one percent is out of eight hundred, at least you got eight people. You get ten percent, you got who's eighty people? Yeah, or something like that. See, 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 see. So someone 
someone for so many years, the people who have these positions are not effective. Companies cannot survive on people not being effective. Companies need to remain competitive. They need to be remain current. They cannot do that with a system that is setting certain people up. For failure. Well, not failure, but we can't use you in our company. Yeah. you got to go where some other people go, which is which is they do what they do. Well, you know, as you, you, know, as you so. uh, spoke about the Florida Board of Education, how they finna do, how, what their suggestion is here in Florida. That's just one. I, I know, but, yeah. you know, we just had a release of a superintendent in Hillsborough County. That's one, too. And that's one. But nobody knows exactly why what went on behind closed doors. But the thing I'm saying is, why is Florida always on the tolling pole to be the last one? Why was we we had so many? You know why? It's in the leadership. Well, it's in the nepotism. It's in the racism. It's in the discrimination. It's in the good old boy system. Well, now that goes on a lot of places, but that's true. I'm here. Yeah, but I'm only addressing this because of three articles in one week. Addressing education uh-huh. that relates to jobs in this country. That's true. And One. That's true. So all of what hasn't gotten publicly known yet is still going on. Right. And so, so, so. Now the other thing I just want to say this before we go to our break: uh, the baby boomer population. Many of you hear that. That's me. Word, but let me let me just back up before that because you said something I've heard for twenty years. Uh, many of our leaders say we're doing the best we can, but we got to do more. That has become like a common, common words. Problem is that who maybe has the nerve to say, what can we count on you to accomplish so that you count on us to accomplish something as well? Because we will spend the next 40 years saying we need to do better. The problem is as a nation, as a workforce, we're already being defeated, overrun by many other countries. And so, so when our time is moving pretty quickly, matter of fact, they're running so much, they're moving some of those people into this country now. That's true. See, see so, so anyway, I started out by just saying uh, that I wanted to talk about the baby boomers. But I'm going to do that for a break because it's time for a break. Uh, from our sponsors. This is Gene Hodge and the Employment Opportunity Hour talking about the problems with preparing our workforce. But we'll be right back. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a 
a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. This portion of the Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Abiolus Characters. Do you or your children have a favorite character like Spider-Man, Dora the Explorer, or Mickey Mouse? Now you can buy these famous characters and many more from Abiolus Characters. Just imagine your child's room filled with Spider-Man, Dora, Superman, Mickey, and Minnie Mouse, or many of the famous Sesame Street characters. Visit their website today, www.abioluscharacters.com. Abiolus is spelled A-B-I-O-L-A-S. That's abioluscharacters.com. And type in the code CP16645 at the checkout to receive a free gift with your purchase. Check them out at www.abioluscharacters.com. Write down three to five things that you are good at doing. Next thing is to write down three to five things that you are good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace or from your past jobs. And the third thing is to write down three to five things you enjoy doing. Once you have that list of things from 9 to 15, you want to look down that list. Circle the top three that interest you the most right now because it's what you think of you. And I want you to go out to the Internet for all you computer-savvy people. Go to any job search site like CareerBuilder, Monster.com, Indeed.com, USA Jobs. And go to the box instead of looking for a job or job title. I want you to go to that box that says Keywords. And I want you to type in only what you circled and press the enter key. And you'll be surprised at the number of job titles that will pop up of people looking for you. We know you want to find your purpose. We know you want to do something to fit into this workforce that we have. We know you want to use your talents and abilities. That much we know, and we want to help you to find that purpose. However, there's some roadblocks out there that we need your help. We need your thoughts. We need your ideas. And so, so we need your ideas so you can help secure a future for you. And just before the break, I was talking about the, the problems that people like us come up with these decisions. And we're supposed to be the so-called educators and knowledgeable ones and all. I'm not sure that what's in the news this week is going to benefit most of the population in this country. And definitely our economy. Because we have a major problem. I'm just going to touch on it briefly. You've all probably heard of the baby boomer population. Uh, what that in reality, what it kind of means is like between 1946 and 1964, there were like 76 million babies born. Ooh, I was one of them babies. Me too. <laughs> I want tail end. I want the young ones. However, that group moving through the economy has caused stuff like the internet, 
like computers, space travel, space exploration, the ideas that came out of that group of people, they've created this world. Definitely in this country and all the things that we're doing nationally and globally. The problem is after 1964, there are only like 65 million people born, which means creating a bulge and a lack of 10 million people at least. As that group got older, that group is now getting ready to retire. With all of the things that they created, we don't have enough people to continue it. With the problems with our educational system, the problems with us depending more on technology, computers to give us the answers, we don't have enough bodies to fill the needs that we created. Employers are going to have zillions of jobs where they're looking for people because we don't have enough. So one of the things that our government is doing is bringing in outsiders. Many of you are complaining about the outsiders. But I'm just going to tell you a story about the outsiders. I don't have any control over them coming here, and you don't either. You may not want to hear that, but for all of you that are complaining about the immigrants, immigrants have been coming here a good 30 years. If they wanted to stop the immigrants, somebody would have stopped them a long time ago. It's just that simple. If somebody, government or whoever, if they wanted to stop foreigners, especially coming out uh, – out of Mexico, or I'm through. If they wanted that stopped, they would have stopped that long time ago. And so many of you are barking up, up the wrong tree. We need bodies to perform jobs. It's that's one of the things we need. But we got a problem with the bodies that we need because our administration now is starting to bring in people from all around the planet, which because we need bodies. And so I'm just going to tell you a little story. Uh, some of you remember, depending on what kind of school you went to in the past, because I don't know if that's taught nowadays. No. But anyway, there's a story about a Trojan horse. And it, I'm not sure if you heard of the Trojan horse before, but it came out of a history book that I read. I can't think of how old I was. Maybe I was six or seven, something like that. But it had to do with the Greeks and the Trojans, and they were fighting each other. And so what happened was is that the, the 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 war had went on for ten years. Anyway, so the Greeks had constructed a wooden horse. It supposedly was a huge wooden horse, and they had brought it over it to on wheels. on wheels, and they had brought it over for the Trojans. But the Trojans felt that they had defeated them. So what happened is the Greeks left, and they left the horse there. And so what happened was the Greeks put their military strong people inside the horse. So the Trojans, thinking it was a trophy, they hauled the horse inside the walls of their city. And, you know, they cheered and they felt as though they had defeated the Greeks. Anyway, so that night, the Greeks' ships, they returned. But inside the horse, there was many soldiers. And the soldiers got out of the horse and open up the gates and everything to let in all the troops, and that's how they won the war. And so, in that scenario, since I'm involved with jobs and job training and trying to help people to find jobs, if we ever got into a problem of going to war with Mexico or Central America, well, all the troops are already here. <laughs> if we 
got a, a problem with the Middle East, well, all of those troops are here. Because just recently, the Obama administration has brought in 500 more. That's not counting all the ones already in our education institutions. But maybe, may, maybe the troops are already here. And so they're here to do jobs because we don't have enough people. We cannot guarantee their faithfulness, although they would like to be here. But for you people who keep going against them, it's important to understand the reason we need all these people here. There just aren't enough of us left to cover for the for the lifestyle and everything that the baby boomers have created. And we're retiring. But as there's a question there, Gene. Mm-hmm. We uh we need people. But uh the workforce say we we don't have qualified people. And the workforce also say that we can't find adequate people That's right. to do the job. That's right. But and you said we don't then they turn around and say we don't have jobs to, to for all these people. All the people we bringing in, we don't have jobs for. Yeah, but look at who's saying that. It's a look at the people who are saying it and look at their knowledge of jobs. That's all. It's really kind of simple. What their knowledge of workforce is, their knowledge of jobs, is no different than a school board and their knowledge of of jobs. Hey, no, right, what, so you what, have what? an entire school board that what? covers an entire county not preparing people for jobs. They play devil advocate here. What is <laughs> what is our solution to to help the solution that problem that we are, we see occur? And if the, if what you are saying five years from now, it's going to be a real turmoil because with the lowering of the scores in the school system, is this going to take place? Then we won't have anybody really to be able to do the work. We have people who do, let's just say, lower level work because obviously, if you got lower level scores, you can do level. You can do lower level work. Right. You just can't find the good people for the good jobs. Well, that mean they have to build more Kmart's then, or more Walmart's. I mean, no, because there won't be enough people to go to those places. See, see, see. So the problem is, is us leaders. Maybe we aren't as prepared as we pretend to be, in order to prepare others. Part of the proof is an entire school board that is supposed to be preparing thousands of kids to step out and grow. And they're setting them up so they can't even get started because they have people willing to work that they just bring here. Well, I can't give one more opinion. Oh, you can what, give as what much you, as you What want. you're saying is actually true. Well, it's, in this economy, we move so fast that we are trying to produce the amount of personnel we need to be able to do the job. But what I'm saying, we're moving so fast that we can't give them what they really need. I'm a, it's, just like, it's just like the chicken. We have to mass-produce chicken to feed this country. If we go back to the old way of producing chickens, we won't have enough chicken. I'm going to give you a surprise. Most of you mentioned, yeah, we are moving so fast. We're moving so fast because we're trying to catch up with the rest of the world. That's why we're bringing the rest of the world here. See, 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 so, yeah, we are moving fast. The problem is, is that many of us think we are the leaders. We have all of the skills and knowledge, 
But if we did have it, we wouldn't have to keep going outside and looking for other people. We we would not have to do that. This article produced by somebody. Yeah. It physically says Asian students should be the smartest. And teachers will expect the least from blacks. And in case in Florida, you know, where the school board has agreed to pass a revised plan that outlines new academic goals for Hispanics and blacks. And in many cases, whites are even down compared to the rest of the world. But there's people like us making these decisions for them. I can almost guarantee no employer would want to see this because the employer is trying to figure out a way to be competitive in a global marketplace. That's right. So someone not addressing where are the heads of these people, they may need some training, which is what I provide, but they may need some training or something so that somebody puts together some think tanks or something whereby we're getting new ideas. Because 5, 10, 15 years of where we've gone, there's just too many people with minds and ideas and all that. And, 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 and part of that proof is you got so many people saying how smart their kids are. Well, how come we aren't getting solutions? You know, I know. Because if the kids are smart, maybe we're smart too. <laughs> well, we used to be. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I just I, I just like if if we had time to read this paragraph we don't have, well. out of that article from the Board of Education. A paragraph? Yeah, it says, according to the test scores taken from the 2011-2012 FCAT reading exam, 69% of the white students scored at above grade level, while 38% of the black and 53% of the Hispanic scored similar. So you, you, what you're telling me is that everybody on the same level, league-wise, they go by the FCAT scores. Well, somebody, somebody like us came up with FCAT scores. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a and, slow subject. And whatever it has to do with performance, I ain't got a clue. It doesn't have, FCAT doesn't have anything to do with performance. It really, it's a feedback mechanism that they use right. to try to be able to say, well, you are learning something while you in school. I know. And that's how it comes. And, and, and another thing about it is not really uh, done truthfully because they run you through a test procedure. You spend more hours. They? T- yeah. They? They. They. They spend more time training you to pass this test than the test is really worth. Yeah, we. We. Okay. Now, the, okay. now the answer is so simple. If we were doing what we're supposed to be doing, we wouldn't have to be bringing in all these other people. Right. Who don't have to take any tests. So what are we expecting? <laughs> see, 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 we're missing something. So what are we going to do tomorrow for the, to get our people employed? I'm not sure what we're going to do to get the current people employed. That's but what I'm saying. We, we, need, we need to have some people with new ideas on how the people in this country can find jobs that are suitable based on their skills, abilities, and talents and motivation. And I said that is because the baby boomers are moving off the scene. We got to replace them with somebody. Replacing them with all the foreigners. The very top part of this article that somebody wrote automatically says the foreigners are already smarter. Somebody said that. It's right here in black and white. 
Anyway, so the rest of you can go out and find this as well. I don't have a problem with what's written. The problem I got is solutioning and preparing all of our population for jobs, which is what I do mm-hmm. in my company, but I'm an I. Uh, well, we need to be doing this. That's what I look for in my company. Our presidents and CEOs probably need to be more involved in our educational process because they're the ones that must must make this company grow, whether must make this country grow. And a large percent of 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 uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who must perform something in order to make a dime, maybe they should be in the educational systems as well. But obviously, with all of the knowledge these people are supposed to have, they're doing something that is taking away the fun of employment. Call Bill Gates. The opportunity of that. Okay, so Bill Gates is one too. Yeah, uh, there's just uh, there's 300 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so 160 million of them are working, which means 160 million of them. There are 160 million jobs. The problem is, is who's going to continue those jobs as everything else upgrades? Well, that's right, Gene. And you know, uh, I, that's why I thank your opportunity. I was a great program. I don't know how many people really uh, can appreciate it. But really trying to get people to convince that they can do their own thing and what they're already trained to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. I thank you for the opportunity to sit in with you. Oh, I appreciate that. But anyway, I want you all to go look in the mirror. Focus on what it is that you are good at doing that everybody keeps telling you that you're good at doing. Because there is a place out there for you to find employment doing it. Start now. Start telling everybody what you want to do. Go out and try it. And come back next week and let me know what happened. Because we want you to take advantage of the job opportunities that are there. So go make it happen. Good night.